Welcome to Solo Solutions, short bite-sized episodes of the podcast which will help you create strategies to improve your physique, your mindset, your performance, your health and your business. We all know that action leads to momentum and momentum leads to big goals. These episodes are designed to give you one key tip or one key strategy to help you push through your sticking blocks and get into the best condition, mindset or business possible. Welcome to another Solo Solutions. In this episode, I want to talk about the importance of backing yourself and taking action on something, even if you're unsure you can achieve it, or even if you're unsure if you're any good at it. I'm going to title this um, episode, Beards and Social Media, A Metaphor for Life, because I think those are the two things that have really, really summed up the moments where I've gained a lot of confidence and I've built a lot of momentum. And going back a little bit to the last episode, those are the things that's taught me a little bit to not care what other people think of me. Um, so I think that's really, like, really, really important. I see a lot of people when it comes to getting in shape, whether it comes to starting a business, whether whatever it is, they let the, the insecurities... They let the lack of belief, um, they let the overwhelm take over, and in turn, it stops them taking the necessary action that they need to make to get to their goals. Because one of the best lessons I've learned in life, and it's important for any skill, is embracing being a bit shit at stuff. We all tend to look on social media and there's a lot of talk about social media as being this massively negative thing, especially if you watch that, I cannot remember the name of it now, but that documentary on Netflix, which talked about social media as this this evil thing that's spying on us, that's, you know, that making us buy products we don't want or censoring our information. And while I'm sure I'll have guest interviews and I will speak on solo episodes about the damaging effects of social media and how it can distract us. I think that's commonplace now that I want to take a step back and remind everybody what social media can give us and why it's still, if used correctly, an absolutely phenomenal tool to bring us together, to find your voice, to take action on your goals. Because especially in this mid-pandemic, post-pandemic world that we're sort of living in, for me, social media has become something that I have made, I've been able to keep in contact with friends I may have not have kept in contact with. And even like like pre-pandemic, I think a lot of us got accustomed to just living for what's around us. We've got the friends around us in our local town, our local city. We hang out with them. We'll do social stuff. and That's good, but often people grow apart and they, they and, and, and that's still the case and that's sometimes necessary. But sometimes it's sad that, you know, people that, you know, could have become stay friends have grown apart because they just don't think about what's outside of, outside of their local area. And I think during this pandemic where we generally have been all in the same boat, we've been indoors 
we haven't been able to go out and do the things and see the people that we want to see and obviously that's you know saying that we shouldn't get back to that I desperately want to get back to that but it's made me think how is this person I haven't spoke to this person in a while and I've reconnected with old friends through social media that in a world beforehand I wouldn't have been able to I have made new friends that I've never met in person that I would generally call friends through this platform of social media that have allowed me to bounce ideas off to allow me to grow to allow me to see different perspectives and overcome sticking points the first episode of this podcast was with Paul Standall from the Muscle Mentors and I have still to this day never ever met him in person and I've said multiple times online that when I do I will buy him the first beer although I expect him to buy me the second and like that is incredible that you can reach out and connect with people anywhere in the world I can jump on Zoom now Zoom is more commonplace there's less barriers to entry for Zoom and I can speak to anybody so like the first lesson I want to take from social media is like don't completely throw it out as a useful tool yes don't let it distract you my phone is turned down my phone you know after a certain time of night often goes on airplane mode don't let it affect you from deep work that being said don't forget the amazing things that social media can do to bring us together and allow us to be able to express ourselves and don't be scared of expressing yourself on social media one of the negative things on social media is that people are often demonized and victimized for sharing their opinions on stuff because it doesn't fit the opinion of somebody else or a narrative of somebody else where in my view I think that's what makes the world interesting that's what makes people interesting that people have different viewpoints different experiences that that change the way we all look at the world if I ha- if I want to get people on this podcast you know some of them that I've grown up with that share different you know we can bounce ideas and share similar experiences but I want to deliberately get people that think differently to me on this show it'll be more interesting it will change the way I think it will change the way you guys think it will give everybody a more balanced view of an argument understanding life we we often fall into these camps and in most cases the answer somewhere in the middle now when you look at social media it's quite easy to fall into a camp we start watching a video more of that video comes up we we end up being pro this or against this but using social media properly is a really exciting way to see people's different viewpoints to look at a topic and see a million different ways of looking at the same topic and coming to your own conclusions social media done right is a phenomenal thing and to go into a little bit now about my relationship with social media over the last year and how that's helped me break through those moments of procrastination that allowed me to understand skill acquisition better has a lot to do with social media i i've grown up being a very much perfectionist the whole of my life never acting until things were perfect I then went into an environment where 
posting on social media and being who you are was not seen as a positive. And last year I decided that I wanted to express myself on social media. Not, not to start a business, not to make money, not to do anything else, but just to share my view with the world on the way I think and, and, and allow conversation and discussion to open up and, and be open to have my viewpoint changed. To be around a greater audience, to be connect with more people. And I decided that I was going to show up consistently every day without fail. And near on a year now, I have, over a year now, I've shown up almost every single day on social media in some way, shape or form. I've not let it control my life, I've not spent all day on it, and I've actually had a better work-life balance when it comes to social media because I've made this conscious effort to put more into it. I've put more into it so I feel I have done what I need to from it and I feel easier stepping back. I'm mindless scrolling far less. But what I learned from this process is that my first posts are terrible. I'm, I'm now getting the Facebook reminders of the, the posts I did a year ago. And some of them are good and some of them are awful. And it reminds me how far I've come. And it reminds me that action doesn't need to always be perfect. It just needs to be moving in the right direction. Because you have two options with anything you want to do in life. You either stand still of fear of failing always fail or you take action and fail forwards and you will always get there in the end and you notice I said fail both times because it's a necessary part of this process I like to think I've had people come to me recently and you know say that my content is good I quite a few people I've had clients come to me that come to me because of my content and that's something that may have not happened two, three years ago. And is my content perfect? No, it's got a long way to go. Do I care anymore? No, because I'm failing forwards and I'm learning from mistakes and it's those mistakes that are allowing me to get better. And that is where my accomplishment lies. Would I have the same level of satisfaction and pride if I got it straight away? Yet many of us are depriving ourselves of that feeling because we never get started because of fear of failure, of fear of falling on our ass, and fear of what other people may judge us and think of us. And you will never get to that pedestal you're looking for if you don't take the first few steps and you don't fall and you don't stumble. And as cheesy as that sounds, it is so, so true. I am looking forward to see where the next few years go on social media. It's me posting on social media, me doing a few lives on Instagram that has led me to this podcast. Something that scared me and I procrastinated on and I, I, and I didn't do for years. That was a passion project of mine. I am naturally curious by nature. Conversations is my thing. It's the thing I love the most is meeting interesting people with different opinions to myself. But I didn't have the confidence to do it. I didn't have the confidence to reach out. I didn't know how to edit it. I didn't know how to post it. I didn't know how to get it up on iTunes. I, I, I made all these battles in my head of how complicated it was going to be. Even when I had two friends of mine, Brett, Elliot, thank you. You've helped me out. And Simon Miller, who's been on this podcast, thank you again for helping me with your advice of getting started. 
but I had three sets of advice telling me pretty much the same thing. Really good detailed advice and I still didn't act because I looked at the instructions and I felt overwhelmed. I felt that it was just too much. And I, I'll do it tomorrow when I've got more bandwidth, I've got more space. I'll start on Monday, which you might say with a diet. But when I took action, and when I started, and when I started one step at a time, piecing it together, I realised it wasn't as difficult as I made it out to be. How does this transition? And now, just going back, I'm, I'm posting two episodes a week. I've got interviews with people with over 100,000 followers on Instagram, lined up, ready to go. I was speaking to really interesting people that I hadn't met prior to the podcast. I was speaking to people that I've met and known for years that I call friends that are interesting and having better conversations that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have logged on to Breathsprout and tried to work out how to use it and stumbled and then eventually worked it out. <coughs> so how does this relate to your physique development or your fat loss efforts? Especially in the online realm when I work with clients, I see two kinds of people. The people that are happy to fail forwards, the people that embrace the process, and people that embrace the struggle and the work they need to do. And they run towards their coaching. They run towards the challenge. And in turn, they find their way through with them. They get their questions answered. They're resourceful. And you will find the people that are overwhelmed. They may feel that they have too much on their plate. They may feel that there's too much to do. And like me, with all the podcast information, they made it to be a much more challenging, much more difficult process than it needed to be. And sometimes asking the right questions, speaking to the right people, or just getting started will make them realize that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do everything at once. What is the next step? What would this look like if it was easy? I'll give an example of my own online coaching business. Within May Coaching, we have a online Facebook community to allow people to bounce ideas of each other, share recipes, share wins. We do weekly Q&As, weekly webinars. We have a membership site that gives you all the education you need to get in shape for life. We have an in-house app where you can track all your data and see your trends, as well as a check-in process that highlights the wins and creates action points, key action steps for the week. Yet I got on a call with a client recently who was relatively new that felt overwhelmed by having the Facebook group, the membership site, all these different things that she felt that I can't do it all, so I've sort of taken a step back from the process. And when we got on a call, I had a conversation. It was like, right, what is the most important thing right now? These things are all tools, these things are all resources to help you in your journey, but you don't need them all at once. What is the most important first step for you to take right now to take a step forward, to get that little bit further? Those little steps add up. People look at the podium, people look at the before and after, and they don't think of the stuff, the, the life is built in the mundane. It's food prep, it's not choosing a pizza and choosing something that's beneficial towards our goals. It's training when we don't want to. It's going out and doing steps when it's raining. It's the unsexy stuff that builds discipline, that builds results, and it's the simple. Use right, all those tools I mentioned for Mage Coaching can really enhance anyone's journey. But some people will resonate with some people who resonate with others. They are tools. Choose when to use them. Focus on your goal.
Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Understand there's always a strategy. If you're in a coaching program right now, or if you're looking to reach out for a coach right now to help with whether it's your business or your personal life or your education or your physique or whatever coach in whatever realm, invest in the coaching process more than investing in perfection. A coach's job is to meet you where you're at and to help you where you're at. It is not to expect you to be perfect, expect you to be flying. And this is massively true when we're looking at social media and when we're looking at you know, other people in a coaching program and seeing the people are doing really, really well and maybe you're falling behind and thinking, oh, maybe it's not for me. No, this is when it is for you. The times where you're struggling is the times where it's, this is where it's more important because if you can do it in the challenging moments, if you can do it through the moments in doubt, you will do it much easier through the moments where it's easy. So the, I urge you, if you're struggling right now, if you're overwhelmed with anything right now, if you're worrying that your stuff isn't good enough, two lessons. The first, good. Those things are a sign you're getting out of your comfort zone. You're putting yourself in a challenging situation and those situations allow you to grow. Lesson two is do not suffer in silence. Find somebody, a coach, a friend, a, you know, a, a partner, a support network and ask questions. People worry often about asking stupid questions. Often the quote unquote stupid questions are the best questions because people tend to skip that stuff for the sexy stuff. And if, one, if you're thinking something, I guarantee you somebody else has thought it or is thinking it too. And you asking that question could help many, many more people than just yourself. The next thing I want to discuss about is the beard. So I, I've wanted a beard all of my life, ever since I had my first bit of facial hair on my face. And I never was able to grow one. My old place of employment said that you had to have a full beard or no beard, which makes it pretty tricky for someone trying to grow a beard because there's, I'm not gonna wake up with a full, full beard like you know Tom Hanks Castaway tomorrow. So, I went through life clean shaven, always wondering whether I can grow a beard. And when trying it, I'm not a natural beard grower. It was patchy, it was slow, I had people that grew it in a day. My friend JP, who might listen to this, teased me all the day, all day, every day, about how phenomenally good his beard is, and mine sucks. And his beard is fucking majestic, by the way. But I didn't want to let it stop me. And at some point I wanted to tick the box and saying I'd done it whether I did it again or not. And I just knew for me, yes, it might be harder. Yes, it might take more work. Yes, it might take more patience. But I was gonna get something that was passable as a beard in my life. And I, I think that has such a metaphor for everything that you'll do in life. It's being an unapologetically you not having to apologize for the goals that you have, even no matter how small they have. Like, who cares if I have a beard? But it's just a personal thing, and if it means something to you, or whatever your goals are that you think are silly, if it means something to you, it's important. I've seen, going, oh, I, you know, I, I feel it's silly if I have this goal. No, it's not, it's your goal. If you want it, go for it. If, it's, if some people get it easier than you, so what? You're not them. How do you get there? How do you be better than yesterday? How do you get closer to this? So, during lockdown for me, 
away from the gyms was my time. And over 2020, I'd spent the time growing a beard. To the point where I had a beard, and the, the, the tagline of this, you know, the, the icon thumbnail of this podcast will be a picture of me at, you know, the height of my beard. Is it the best beard in the world? No. Is it patch anymore? No. And that's what I learned. And I ticked that box. Do I personally like the beard a little bit longer? Yeah. Does Ellie? No. I found a happy medium. And I quite like the facial hair that I have now. It's still not going to be the best beard in the world. But it's a symbol to me of pushing for your goals. Even if other people say it's not the right thing for you to do. That you don't suit it. Or the goal is silly. It's your life. Your goals. Don't be dictated by anyone else. Go for what you want.